Welcome to Design World's Executive Edition. I'm Paul Heaney, VP and Editorial Director. Today I'm pleased to have Adam Livesey, the Chief Revenue Officer for Elevate IoT on the podcast with me. Welcome, Adam. Hey, thanks, Paul. I originally met Adam at the Fluid Power Distributor Association's conference in Lake Tahoe earlier this year, and I thought the company gave some really interesting value propositions from the IoT for companies in the industrial space. So, Adam, for our audience, can you please describe for us a little bit about what Elevate does, uh, how your technology works, and how that's uh, all related to, to fluid power and design engineering? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Elevate IoT actually incubated inside a fluid power distribution and manufacturing company out on the West Coast. Okay. Um, that company is Western Integrated Technologies. And I worked uh, worked there for about 10 years, and what we were starting to see was um, during the electrification initiatives inside companies, right, adding electronic controls onto machines, these manufacturers wanted to start getting more information um, about how their machines worked, how they operated, and, you know, the results they, they produced and so forth. So they were, they were looking for more, you know, more, more information. Um, the struggle that they're running into was in our industry, there's a skill set gap. A lot of these companies don't have software engineers or let alone electrical engineers to, to solve this problem. Um, we started incubating a, a project in, inside the walls. A few years ago, we spun it out as a separate company with really the, the focus on tier two and tier three uh, U.S. manufacturers that uh, want to deploy IoT solutions in days, not weeks or months, and that they can start offering immediate value to to their customer base. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit, Adam, about any interesting applications you've worked with, especially in the on the fluid power side of things? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, you know we're we have roughly around sixty paid pilots out there right now with different different customers and. You know, about a half a dozen have gone into production, mm-hmm. and these customers could be um, street sweeping applications, where the street sweepers are monitoring, you know, how much work is being done from one street to the next. So they're they're measuring when that that brush is down, when RPMs above a certain level, um, how much weight's being collected in the hopper, and this is allowing them to provide. Um, better route optimization for the cities. Um, we have another customer that builds very big, you know, lift forklifts for um, for like warehousing, and they're they are monitoring safety elements, right? Um, they're monitoring production elements, how many lifts have been done, um, how much idle time on the fuel, and so forth. I would say that one of our most interesting applications has been when you get out into like the forestry industry, and we have forestry customers where they're looking for, you know, how much fuel am I consuming and how much product am I producing? So they're pulling information off of um, their hydraulic systems. They're pulling information off of their motors. When torque's above a certain level, that probably means that my blades are starting to dull. Mm -hmm. And if my blades are starting to dull, then the yield of my output is decreasing. Um, So these, these domain experts of their machines know what the viable pieces are to monitor. Um, and now they have a, a platform that can, they can easily deploy on the machines, start collecting data, and start looking at information. 
um, in an afternoon. Very interesting. Adam, are there any particular industry segments or sectors that you see as particularly strong right now for this type of technology? Yeah, we see uh, we get a lot of interesting from uh, you know the work truck industry, mm-hmm. um, refuse, um, a lot of push in agriculture, and not so much the precision agriculture. Um, you know that the problem is being solved a lot. This is coming from. Um, your harvesting machines, your nut shakers, mm-hmm. your, um, you know, your silage beggars. And really the, I would, you know, to go a real general um, tier two, tier three manufacturers, right? John Deere and CAD and Komatsu, they've kind of, they kind of have their solutions out there and they offer a lot of very high tech um, features, but our tier two, tier three manufacturers in the U S they need, they need something to compete with those with those customers. So um, we're seeing a ton of interest on that tier two, tier three category. Very cool, Adam. We hear so much, uh, at least uh, from my desk, I hear so much about the IoT, and, I, and I'm afraid sometimes it might be becoming easy for engineers to start tuning it out. So, what parts of the IoT do you think are the most, uh, let's say, overblown in the media, and then what parts are actually critical for today's design engineers to understand? Yeah, that's that's a great question. So we, uh, so even though we're an IoT company, we always kind of joke around that IoT is not that interesting. It's more <laughs> of a feature. It's kind of what you can do with IoT, okay. right? So for us, it's um, the overblown part. You know, you see, you watch the masters, and you see, you know, these really big companies like IBM. Um, showing out all of this this artificial intelligence and, and major data scientist, mm-hmm. you know, applications on the engines and the rails and everything. And yeah, that's great for those those customers. But you know, ninety six percent of the manufacturers in this country are not that customer profile. Where we really get them to focus is what is some data that's on your machine or the way your machine's being operated that you know about. You are the domain experts. If we can turn that into information, then we can help you guys turn that into knowledge. And by doing that, you can look at things like, are we over-designing the system? How can we um, provide better software on our controllers and our CAN systems to, to allow for higher output, to, ha- to allow for higher safety? Um, it's really about empowering the manufacturers in the design world um, and giving them information uh, to allow them to make better you know, data-driven decisions. Mm-hmm. What would you say the, the issues are that are keeping your customers up at night? Yeah, so for us, um, what we're hearing a lot out there, it's not even really related to IoT. It's more around the skill set gap, um, this big workforce um, exit that will be happening over the next five to ten years. Um, and then, you know, there's a just right now um, a ton of supply chain um backups, right? People have a hard time getting components out the door. So we have a lot of customers that are getting ready for production, um, but they're literally waiting on on, uh, on their supply chain. Okay. And then lastly, can you tell us a little bit about uh, maybe your business forecast for Elevate IoT, uh, you know, for the rest of 2018 and then uh, into 2019, since we're, we're almost through the, uh, <laughs> through 2018 here already? Sure. Yeah, we're uh, yeah we're, we're definitely bullish. So we have, um, like I said, about sixty paid pilot customers 
out there in the field right now. We have a handful into production. Um, I think Elevate's being run in a little bit over 300 organizations um, through the U.S. and Europe. So um, we're looking for um, pretty aggressive growth in 2019 as we bring on more more pilots and and convert those paid pilots to production customers. Great. Well, thanks for all this uh, wonderful information, Adam. And can you let our audience know where they can find Elevate IoT, either on social media or online? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our website is www.elevate-iot.com. That's E-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-T.com. And uh, we also have a, a LinkedIn page as well. All right, wonderful. I appreciate you joining us here today, Adam. And to our audience, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, this is Paul Heaney signing off.